Welcome to Legacy Fundraising Chat, where we talk about everything legacy-related to help you as a fundraiser generate more interest amongst your supporters in legacy giving. I'm your host, Sunita Godu, founder of Persuasion and legacy marketer, providing consultancy, training, coaching, and interim legacy support to small to medium-sized charities. I'm delighted that the National Free Wills Network is sponsoring my podcast. They allow you to offer your supporters a free solicitor written will anywhere in the UK, and the charity receives full measurable results. With 15 years of experience and over 500 million raised in future income for charities, the network can help charities of all shapes and sizes launch and maximise their legacy programmes. To find out more, visit nationalfreewills.net. Hello listener, before we dive into part two, did you know that I have a monthly e-newsletter which includes more tips on how you can elevate your legacy programme? You can subscribe via my contact page on my website which is persuasion.org.uk. Back to part two in the legacy budget series. In the first part, we looked at the steps that you can take to protect your budget. If you haven't yet had a chance to listen to episode 42, I do recommend that you have a listen to that first, and then this episode, I think, will be much more helpful to you. It's one of the million-dollar questions, isn't it? How much budget do you need? The quick answer is, you want to get as much as you can. But that will largely depend on how compelling the business case is that you can put forward And that's what this episode is here for. Naturally, you want to do a bit of everything until you find the channels and the communications that will give you the highest return on investment. Most of the charities I work with don't have the budgets to use a creative agency. But that's okay because with an experienced team and resources, you could do so much in-house. For example... You can have an in-house brainstorm session, first to collect ideas and then to flesh out the legacy offer. Then you could hire a freelance designer and a copywriter that work very much just on legacy projects. Based on this approach, I have outlined costs that you can include in your expenditure budget. Another saving could be After receiving the creative concepts that you actually develop the materials in-house if you have a marketing team that can do that. I'm going to run through a list of things to include in your budget and I suggest you use this as a pick and mix to select from based on what you need or what you already have. So feel free to grab a pen and paper for this or you can review the transcript which is available on my website. Or, of course, listen back if you're in the middle of another activity right now. What I've done is I've split costs into legacy promotion and legacy stewardship. So, first of all, for legacy promotion, for a brand refresh and initial legacy concepts, creative concepts, and we're looking at three of those with some key messaging, I've put in a budget of 3000 And the second thing is to develop legacy materials, which includes a creative and copy, but note not printing. And this includes a legacy inquiry leaflet and a brochure. And I've put a budget of 10,000 for that. 
to run a legacy telemarketing campaign with three campaigns to audiences of around a thousand. So I would suggest calling donors, inquirers and pledgers. I've put a budget of 12,000. To do a direct mail piece or a survey style approach to around 5,000 supporters. And I suggest you split these audiences based on their relationship to you. So whether that be volunteers or beneficiaries. And I've put in a budget for 10,000 for that. To run two legacy events, I put in a budget for 5,000 for that. And looking at social media, so doing some copy and some Facebook ads, I put in around a thousand for that as well. And the final thing is doing an internal staff engagement piece and creating a toolkit to help your teams to be able to talk about legacies in a confident way. And I put in a budget between seven to 10,000 for that. So let's move on to stewardship. To create a legacy pledger stewardship product, I put in 2,000 for that. To create a legacy inquiry product, and this is to send to legacy inquirers and use an as engagement tool after they've been sent the legacy brochure, I put in 5,000 for that. And then to do a free wheels mailing, it, that's if you don't have a legacy inquirer product. And I put in a budget of 5,000 to mail to around 2,000 legacy inquirers. Yeah? And naturally, if you have less legacy inquirers, that budget will come down. This is a wish list, and it might be easier to try and get budget approval for the activities over a two-year period. And as I mentioned, you want to try and get as much as you can. But please do ask for recommendations from other charities if you do plan on outsourcing any of this. Or you can contact me and I'll happily share who I work with on legacy projects with my charity clients. So listener, that's all for this episode. I'll be back in a fortnight with what numbers to present to your board of trustees to get internal approval. If you haven't already subscribed, please do this as it helps me to know how many unique listeners are enjoying the podcast. And it means that you will get notified when I release a new episode. So listener, until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Legacy Fundraising Chat brought to you by Persuasion, a consultancy training and coaching organisation helping fundraisers just like you. Thank you also for everything that you do for your cause in the charity sector, making it an inspiring place to work. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, championing your legacy fundraising efforts.